This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on Old Dan, blazing the path. Yes, I'm blazing the path. Some individual individual wrote me and said, you don't need to blaze a path. The, the, Jesus already blazed the path, you old fool. Call me an old fool. But I said, let me be a fool for Christ's sake. Many of you have heard the Old Trailblazer for a long time. And you know that I'm just an old simpleton. I'm just a poor old soul saved by grace. And the Lord commissioned me, gave me a commission to go forth and preach the gospel. And he said, be instant in season and out of season. And I've had folks write me and say, what does that mean, Pastor? I've read that scripture for a long time over the years. And I never did know what that meant, to be instant in season and out of season. It means to be tell the truth. It means to tell it like it is in our present day jargon. It means to be honest with folks, and it means to tell what God's Word said. And I take it to mean to call attention to sin. And he says rebuke. It says rebuke, and I do that. And I've, I take it to sometimes to call folks' name. You say, Trailblazer, you call folks' name in the service? I sure do sometimes on our Sunday night service. Some, some individual living in sin and slipping around and thinking nobody knows nothing about it. And the Lord lays them on my heart, and I call their name. I say, come on, get honest with the Lord. And I do it in long-suffering. I turn around and pray for them. I do turn around and pray for them. And I had a man after the 11 o'clock service one morning came down to the front, and he said, Pastor, can a, can a couple get saved living in adultery, shacking up? I said, no, no. No, they can be saved, but not living in adultery. No, sir. And no, I, it just tore me all to pieces because I knew who he was talking about. But, oh, my friend, uh, the Lord knows all about us, don't we? We're looking at a study on uh, divine healing, true and false, and we're looking at this particular subject uh, that the gospel, healing is not in the gospel. Speaking in tongues is not in the gospel. Folks try to make that so. But we were looking in our last study there that that sinner who's been awakened by the Holy Spirit, comes to see himself as he really is, he forgets all about body healing, bodily healing. He forgets all about speaking in tongues. Listen, folks, if you knew, if you knew you had uh, uh, one hour to live, what would be your, your biggest desire? To make sure that your soul is saved. Not to be able to speak in tongues. Not to be able to heal from some dreadful disease that you might be inflicted with. No. Your greatest desire would be that Christ is your hope. Is, is he your hope today, my friend? Some of you hear me early in the morning, some late at night. It doesn't matter. My friend, I often tell you good morning, good morning. But my friend, I like to come in your home. And uh, I think about a lot of times. Uh, sitting down at your breakfast table and drinking a cup of coffee with you. But I praise the Lord that when that individual begins to see himself, when the Holy Spirit has begun to work in that heart, you say, how does that take place, Trailblazer? I often want to know, how does that take place? Well, here's an individual. He may be religious. He may not be. He may be uh, uh, hardcore. He may be uh, hell devil. He may be whatever. But if he's one of God's elect, if he's one of God's chosen individual and the Lord sees fit to begin a work in his heart, the Holy Spirit, the blessed Holy Spirit comes there, shines the light of the gospel. It may be by reading the scriptures. It may be by hearing the message preached under the power of the Holy Spirit. It may be by some faithful witnessing of the Lord, some, some great great old soul who's been saved and they have an opportunity to tell you how the Lord saved them, 
and the Lord take that thing home to your heart like a barbed arrow, like a dagger that you can't pull off. You may not say a word. You may kind of shake and tremble a little bit and say, oh, man, I didn't. I don't know if he's talking to me or not. But you go on down the road. It might be a day, a week, or a month, and that thing comes back to you. You know, that individual said, uh, the soul that sinneth, it shall die. That, that individual said, Christ died for sinners. Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. And I never have been a lost sinner. Maybe I'm. Maybe that's what the Lord is showing me. That's how that takes place, my friend. I can't give you a complete description, but every individual who's ever been saved has been awakened somehow, some way, to some extent, that he's a sinner and that he needs a covering. Do you have a covering for your sin, my friend? You talk about uh, when Noah built the ark and the Lord told him to pitch it within and without, with pitch. And you go look that word up, and that's a covering. That means atonement. It covers. You know where my sins are today? They're covered by the blood. Oh, my friend, we, we've been having some, some terrible, seeming like heartaches and things that come upon us with the storm. And it, it, it's disheartening, and it causes you to, to think. But when you look at how the Lord has preserved our people, preserved the, the chapel and the property, and then you think, Exactly how the Lord does for a poor old sinner. He saves him, and then he says, I'll never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. And all of those things that we talk about today, faith healing and speaking in tongues, and, and all of those, they, they become mighty insignificant, don't they? They just fall off to the background. Oh, my friend, you, you said, Trailblazer, you think that those folks, some of them go to heaven, that's, my, that's not my business, my friend. I'm looking forward to meeting folks in heaven that I never thought would be there. The old trailblazer, Pastor Shelton, used to tell us there'd be three wonders in heaven. The first wonder is that there'll be folks there that I wasn't looking for. You ever think about that? Are you looking for folks in particular? And then he said there'll be folks there, there'll be folks missing that I was looking for and I can't find them. That's another wonder. But the greatest wonder will be that I'm there, that the old trailblazer will be there, washed in the blood. Oh, my friend, what a wonder. What a day of days. What a day of grace to, to, to go there, to see our blessed Lord. What is salvation? Trust in the Lord. Trust in Christ. Clinging to the Lord. Appropriating all of his, his righteousness to, to a poor old sinner like me and like you. But listen, listen. That individual, when he comes to see himself, he's disinterested in bodily healing. Now he becomes interested in one thing, and that is a pardon. A pardon from the guilt and penalty of sin, a cleansing from the vileness and the filthiness of sin, a deliverance from the power of sin. Did you know the word salvation means a deliverance? That's what it means, my friend. And he sees that now he has a cloak of righteousness to cover his old rags, sinful rags. The Bible describes them as filthy rags, and the root meaning there is a menstruous rags. What could be more filthy, my friend? He knows now without a shadow of doubt that this only can be obtained or secured by the atoning blood. You ever get tired of hearing the old trailblazer talk about the blood of Christ? I hope you don't. Oh, but when God pardons such a sinner, cleanses him, clothes him, adopts him into his family, Christ becomes all in all, all and in all, my friend. I told a young woman one night who was seeking the Lord, I said, she had such a struggle. 
seemingly to me. I told her one night, I said, Honey, my dear, when the Lord saves you, surely you're going to be a new person. But you'll have to get up in the mornings, fix your husband's breakfast, and maybe his lunch if he takes a lunch. Then you'll have to go there in the bathroom and, and take care of your feeling, your things, fix your face and comb your hair and get dressed for work. She was a working lady. And I said, you're still saved, but you've got to do those things. If you have children, you've got to get up, give them a bath, put them clean clothes on, put them on that old big yellow school bus, but you still got to do those things. But now, now you can look to the Lord. Now you can look to the Lord and say, he's mine and I'm his. Bodily healing won't give you that grace. Speaking in tongues won't help you, my friend. No, it's knowing Christ as your Lord and as your Savior. Do you know the Lord, my friend? Are you, are you trusting the Lord? You say, well, Pastor, I just don't know if I'm trusting the Lord. Well, my friend, ask the Lord to show you. Ask the Lord to reassure you. Do you think everyone who's ever been saved is on top of the mountain 24-7? I tell you no. I tell you no. I heard a preacher say one morning on a broadcast, he said lots of mornings he gets up and his liver turned over sideways and he's got a foul taste in his mouth. And you ever have that, my friend? And I thought that was a great, because I'd been having those troubles, didn't feel saved, didn't, didn't have any idea I was saved, but I knew I was. And I heard him say that. And I oftentimes get up like that in the morning, facing the world, facing problems, facing heartaches, facing things that happen in the family. And, and Lord, ain't no way I could be saved. Doubting and fearing like I do, my knees knocking when I go behind my pulpit in the, on Sunday morning lots of times. Oh, and I read a, one of Brother Spurgeon's sermons, and he said if he ever went in his pulpit and his knees were not knocking, he'd get out and go home. Now, my friend, this is one of the greatest pastors that ever lived, and he had those doubts and fears. You think you're going to be without those things? Just listen. Just listen. My friend, the Lord, the Lord is there. He said, I'll never leave you. He said, I'll never leave you, nor will I ever, nor will I ever forsake you. You may get tangled up in things and feel like the all is uh, amiss and everything's gone wrong. And But listen, go there, go there, go back and look in the face and say, am I saved? Open the mirror, open your eyes wide and look in the mirror. Say, am I saved? Am I a child of God? I'm so wretched. I'm so miserable. I'm so sinful. If you don't see yourself as sinful, you're not saved. Now, y'all make the definite statement there that if you don't see yourself as a wicked sinner, surely, surely now, folks are writing me and saying, I've had folks do that lately. Get off of that stuff that we're all sinners. I'm not a sinner. Well, maybe you're not, but I am. But I'm a saved sinner. That's what I have behind my name, SS. Saved sinner. And then I have uh, BW, blood washed. Blood war sinner, only a sinner saved by grace. We sang that song here, and let me just mention that right quickly. We have nine of our radio choir singing songs, uh, these great old blood songs that you can't find anywhere else, and we have nine of them. They got about 18 songs on each one of them, and uh, we have them for $5 each. If you write me, I'll send them to you, $5 each. And if you have a sick one or loved one on a sick bed, been there a long time, uh, you write me. If you have a CD player, I'll send you one of them that you can play quietly on the side of the bed there. And uh, uh, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood. There's power in the blood. Who am I? Now, all of those great old songs. 
I'll send it to you. We're not here to make money in this ministry, my friend. We're just here to get out the gospel. And there's much gospel in those great old songs. Would you pray for us? Would you pray for the old trailblazer? Lord, help the old trailblazer get back, get a choir back together and move folks' heart to come and sing in the choir or some with voices. I can't sing. If I could sing, I'd sing you a song right now. But I can't sing. Oh, but I can read the words out of those gracious old songbooks. And I do that oftentimes. There's a message in those songs, my friend. You go in the average church today, you can't find a blood song. You may find Amazing Grace, or you might find a Why Not Tonight. But my friend, our, our, our song books are chock full of the old blood song. And just so are uh, these uh, CDs that I have. But you write me. And if you have a loved one that you'd like to send one to, you write me and I'll send it to them free and postpaid just to show you how much I pray. Praise the Lord for our choir and, and the messages that we bring. But this is the old trailblazer. I wish I had another hour. But we'll be back the next time with the same time, same station. And then you write me and I'll send you a log of all of our radio broadcasts and also information about the Internet. You hear, you can hear our radio. Uh, you can hear our broadcast on Sunday morning streaming. Or you can hear us on the Internet on Sermon Audio. But if you need that information, it's, it's a little complicated to, to like folks like me. But you write me and I'll send it to you. And remember, my mailing address is the Old Trailblazer, Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And until next time, goodbye and may God bless you.